The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mixed martial arts and boxing. Mixed martial arts and pro wrestling. Mixed martial arts and everything else. Uh, it starts now. <laughs> and blindfolded Muay Thai. <laughs> yes, I'm sure we're going to talk about all of that. Welcome to a combat weekend preview show that does not feature the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Yes. A rare weekend off. They are on the road to Miami, Florida. They are on the road to UFC 287. But as a combat sports enthusiast, as all of you who are watching surely are, there is a lot to wet the whistle, so to speak. We got Bellator 293 tomorrow. Saturday, we got the kickoff of the 2023 PFL regular season. We have Gamebred Boxing 4. We have night one of WrestleMania 39. And we have Fight Circus 6. So we got a lot of stuff to get excited about. And we're going to talk about it. I am Mike Heck. Joining me, the Vice President of Fighting Affairs for Fight Circus, Jed Mishu. That is a phenomenal title that I will pitch to them. I think I could probably get that. I think they they can anoint me that. You'll get DM'd uh, a job offer before the show is over. And the Prince of Positivity, Mr. Alexander K. Lee. Hello, my best friend. Hello. I don't have control of my background right now, so I don't know where I am. <laughs> uh, I may not. Uh, I, 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 it, will, it may be changing during the show. I hope not. Uh, I quite like my place here uh, under the sea, as it were. Uh, but yes, I'm excited to talk combat sports. I see. I see we already have questions coming in. How do you not have control? I have a question. How do you not have control of your background? Because I'm in front of a green wall and uh, producer extraordinaire EKC Leiden has taken upon himself oh, to <laughs> work his work his magic and transport me to a magical place under the sea. So uh, under the I'm sea. grateful for it. Under the sea, yeah. 
this is just impressive. I can't take I my see, eyes off the background. Yeah. It's like you're you're broadcasting from a, a clear pod under underneath the the majestic ocean. As we all will be by by like twenty fifty five. So yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a that'll be an interesting world to live in. So, yeah. No one else. So I'm not memorizing right now. Okay, that's just me. Got it. I hear you. you got so I mean, I, I also don't want to demonetize. <laughs> I don't know if that that affects anything. Oh, yeah. But so I'm not really sure how I, I want I to do this. I sound exactly like the lobster, Little Mermaid. I'm sure. Like like Sebastian. Sebastian. That, the that's crab? his name. There you go. Yes. Crab, lobster, same thing. So I figure what we'll do is we'll go down the line and we'll talk about what intrigues us the most. And I think we're going to just take a lot of questions. I think that's how we're going to handle this whole thing. Uh, so AK, let us begin with you. We ran off the entire slate and there's probably other things. Anthony Joshua's got a big boxing match as well. I'm sure there's other shows that we could be mentioning, but these are kind of the major ones for our line of work, things we're looking forward to. So we have Bellator 293. We got PFL 1 for the 2023 season. Gamebred Boxing 4, Fight Circus 6, WrestleMania 39, and on and on we go. If you could only watch one of these events, AK, which one are you choosing and why? How can I not say Gamebred Boxing 4? Um, I, I'm not, I, as far as like what cards will have the best fights, like the highest quality fights, I, let you, I mean, look, you can't go wrong with Bellator or the PFL. I, th I think both cards are actually like sneaky good. Um, I know Bellator 293, we've said it again and again. It just kind of has the wrong main event. Uh, everyone's just looking at the main event going like, what is going on here? Why are these guys main eventing? And I think it's a fair question. With respect to Marcelo Gom, with respect to Daniel James, they're not like they're not super well-known guys. I get it. They're ranked in Bellator's heavyweight rankings, but it does feel like they had other options. I mean, Kat Zingano has still has some name value, I feel like. Liam McCourt, someone's been pushing for a while. So uh, that card's actually pretty good, though. And same same with the PFL debut. A um, lot, lot of decent matchups. Uh, middleweighty, former UFC middleweighty, middleweight champion, Christoph Jocko's on there. Uh, if, if people forgot about him, he is popping up in the PFL. So that card's pretty good. But Red Boxing 4, just like the name value alone, it's so intriguing to me. I, I, I know some of these fights are going to be bad and or boring and or uncomfortable to watch nobody was requesting anthony pettis versus roy jones jr i get it nobody wants to see jose aldo versus jeremy stevens rematch each other in boxing rematch each other at all much less in boxing but but here we are and like i just think on paper it looks cool i i i do want to see if anthony pettis box i do want to see vitor belfort boxing someone besides vander holyfield i do want to see <laughs> Uh, Jose Aldo fighting anywhere. I love Jose Aldo. I want to see Jose Aldo fight. So uh, it would have been cool if he had gotten Artem Lobov. But listen, that that's the stuff that only dreams are made of. And maybe someday that could still happen. Uh, there's also someone point out in our comments on MMA fighting, the weird thing where like two of the women's fights are between people with who have the same names. Like a Andy Nguyen and Bing Nguyen are fighting and Danielle Cohen and Danielle Wynn. So stuff like that always uh, gets a chuckle out of me. And uh, Joe Riggs added added to the card maybe getting him one step closer to that uh that jake paul fight that jake paul has been ducking for for months right guys i mean it, it came up and jake paul wanted none of that smoke i mean he, he he said like oh i don't know who joe riggs is which is like classic yeah sure you don't jake paul sure you don't so joe riggs late addition to the card and uh yeah just the name value and the weirdness of it if i had to choose one just to answer the question strictly because i think there's a lot of great stuff to watch this weekend if i could only watch one probably tuning into game bread boxing. 
Jed, I'm not going to ask you the same question because I already know what your answer is because you just gave it on ETL. You went on one of the all-time great rants putting I'm over the I'm ashamed of you, AK. I'm ashamed of you. And I'm sure we'll let you wax poetically on that in a moment. I'm sure there's questions about it, but let me ask you this, Jed. If you could choose the Bellator card or the PFL card to watch, which one are you watching? Ooh, uh, give me the PFL card. I mean, maybe you can make an argument that the Bellator card's better. Uh, but I mean, realistically, uh, look, the main event for PFL is pretty tough to watch because I've seen enough of Marlon Marias getting getting thumped. I, I don't really need more of that in my life, but it'll be fine. It's going to be better than a heavyweight heavyweight fight, I suspect. But the co-main event is probably going to be really fun because Tiago Santos can be boring. He's been pretty boring a lot lately, but he can also just be a marauder. And Rob Wilkinson is is not going to let him be boring. That is two dudes who are about to chuck him until one of them falls over. So that's just going to be damn fun. I mean, you get Christoph Jocko, who is it says it's 205, but we know that spiritually he's about as middleweight as it comes. Movid Kabulev, who's like actually the top 15 or 20 featherweight in the world. Uh, I mean, well, also Brendan Lochnane is in that conversation. Chris Wade, an excellent featherweight, and Bubba Jenkins, like that fight might not be that interesting, but it's still a good, good competitive fight that matters. Get also, huge, huge weapon in the PFL's quiver here. 11 fights. Bellator's rocking 15 of them, and that is a lot of fights. So give me PFL over Bellator all day this weekend. Wow. If there's one thing I didn't think you'd say about PFL is that the timing and the pacing of the card could be better than Bellator's, because I just don't think that's going to be the case. Unless they have improved tremendously on that aspect. 11 PFL fights can last as long as two 15-card Bellator fights. I mean, we'll see, but I just give me... A, I, the pacing matters a lot less to me in general. I mean, it would be cooler, but I can also just like hang around on my phone or do anything else while I wait the 20 minutes between fights. And it totally works for me, particularly this weekend when I'm not working or, you know, live covering the events. Whereas the Bellator, it's just like 15 is just a slog of fights. That's just too many fights. What's your favorite fight of the weekend, AK? It could be from Bellator. It could be PFL. You mentioned game bread. We don't have to go there. Let's talk the MMA of the mixing of the martial arts. Uh-huh. Which fight do you think has the best potential of mixing of the martial arts in just the most entertaining way possible. Okay. I mean, obviously I'm tempted to say, Jed, what's the main event of fight circus called? Uh, sloppy Balboa, sloppy let's, Balboa versus <laughs> what do they call? What's the, what's the Bob Sapp? To Polo Ramsap Creed. To Polo Ramsap Creed. <laughs> My only worry is I, I would just tell people not to. It's not MMA by the way. I don't know. Oh, what did, it is. Did, did, yeah, it's yeah, the Siamese boxing, which like Siamese, Siamese boxing, which is great. Have actually been pretty good. Like it's weird how like effectively they can still punch. Like when I thought it, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is just yeah. dumb. But like they've done it on other fight circuses, and guys are still getting pretty good torque on those punches and like rocking each other. So uh, my only concern is uh, Bob Sapp's involved, Rampage is involved. Uh, will this fight even happen? I could see this. I, 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 I you know, I'm Prince of Positivity. But again, I think we're dealing with these sort of personalities. It's like you never know. You never know if it'll go as scheduled. Also, it's almost 
I can't believe I'm saying this, almost too circusy. It might be a little too ridiculous, which is not to say it can't be enjoyable. But I think if we're talking, you shut your mouth. I know if we're talking for something competitive, I'm super intrigued by Rob Wilkinson and Tiago Santos. I've probably been sleeping on Rob Wilkinson. Uh, I know I was last year. People were telling me, "Have you not been keeping up with like Rob Wilkinson's PFL run?" I was like, "I was like, no, I kind of like missed like some of it." And he's been putting on just like really exciting fights, finishing people. Uh, he won the million dollars good for him i think i picked against him that's how like, again how little recognition i've given him and like listen i'm i'm a damn fool because he's emerged as a legitimate like n- person of name value in the pfl and i want to see how much tiago santos has left you know he just spoke to um our own Guillermo cruz of course and and said something about how like you know he was just doesn't he wasn't quite himself in the jamal hill fight he maybe was maybe too much mixing of the martial arts and so i don't know if we see vintage maheta on saturday but i am curious how much he has left because i do feel like he's not like from the last time we saw taco santos he's not far removed from i think he's tied i want to say he's still in our rankings maybe tied for the 15 spot or something even if he's not he's you know he's he's i feel like he's a top 25 light heavyweight still i don't know how good rob wilkinson is he has received votes in our rankings has not quite uh cracked the top 15 yet i don't think so that fight's really intriguing and could, could be super entertaining depending depending uh, which version of Tiago Santos we get, and uh, and where he is, he's at in his career. But I'm optimistic. I think I think that's a great, really, really great Coleman event choice. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> okay, that's. I'm ta- I'm looking at my notes. I don't even see. <laughs> All right, it's not my birthday, by the way. Can we be clear? As usual, it is not my birthday. It's always your birthday. Okay, Jed, do you, I assume you agree with that. Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, look, Bobby Wilco is undefeated since he lost Izzy. Like that's got you look at his topology. He's got some kickboxing, some boxing in there, and just just knockouts, just a ton of knockouts. He was super fun in the BFL last year. Uh, kind of flew a little under the radar in part because there were some obviously bigger story storylines with Kayla Harrison losing losing, uh, and the Brendan Lochnane kind of arrival like those those superseded but he delivered a ton of fun fights last year this is as good a matchup as as i think that the pfl could go for uh and it's like i said i think this is going to deliver something awesome i don't remember if ak is right and tiago santos is ranked i hope he is because when rob wilkinson wins this fight then he can be ranked a light heavyweight and that won't be like that'll be a pretty just ranking for him so for sure, if I'm picking one mixed martial arts contest, that's the one this weekend. Uh, Tiago Santos is at number, I had to double check, is at number 15. Rob Wilkinson, not even a far, no votes. Uh, so if he wins, I mean, for sure, he'll be receiving some votes uh, in our next ranking cycle. And uh, and who knows, might even get enough to be ranked. It is light heavyweight. I think if if people see our rankings, I think we have Volkan 14, Tiago Santos 15. I don't think either of them have like so many votes. I think they're just kind of hanging in there because it's light heavyweight. <laughs> The issue with Rob Wilkinson is his four wins were as fun as they were, were not over particularly relevant or notable people. So what does that even great 2022 Bruce Suto, who I guarantee you, you Uh don't know who that is. Uh, Victor Pesta is at least like something. Fought in the UFC. Fought in the UFC previously. uh, Dellen Monty. Yeah. Could be pronouncing that both of those names wrong. And then Namariak Medov, which again, he and Pesta are reasonable-ish wins, but it's not. It's not what it is. I mean, 
I'll have to look. It's not enough to, to be if like he, if he God runs through Tiago Santos. But if yeah, if he beats Tiago Santos, I think he's going to sneak into fourteen or fifteen in our rankings. Wow, I'll rank him good, if good he wins. Oh, for sure. If he goes out and him. finishes Tiago Santos. It's just going to be fun. They're just going to throw hammers. It's going to be awesome. We're not. You're not. You're not worried about D one Tiago. No, I don't please no. So. I mean, if so, please. then I hope the PFL immediately cuts him. I think you should only sign Tyra <laughs> Santos if he's no. not allowed to wrestle. That's part of the contract. As long as he, like you actually I'll can't say wrestle. As long as he wins. As long no, as he wins. He like, just can't what... wrestle. Oh, no. no. He just can't wrestle. I don't he could lose 10 straight. I'll keep him employed as long as he's not out there wrestling. <laughs> just do the thing that makes you fun because that's what it's all about. And if he goes and he can still, it's not like he can't hit hard. He still swings incredibly hard. Just do that part of the game, not the part of the game that makes angels cry. We don't want that to happen. No, uh, the PFL no. main car, we have Chris Wade, Bubba Jenkins, uh, Movid Kabila versus Ryoji Kudo, Christoph Jocko, Will Fleury, Robbie Wilco versus Diago Santos, Brandon Lockney, Marl Marais is the main event. Bellator main card is Sullivan Colley versus Luke Trainer. Love that fight. Uh, I still, every time I, I hear and see Sullivan Colley's name, I get a little a piece of my heart breaks a little more because they threw him in there with Big Tuna on a rando prelim card, and that hurt my feelings so badly. Just stunted Big Tuna right away. Sullivan Colley had to play lacrosse, right? Like, that's the most lacrosse-ass name of a human being <laughs> I've ever seen in MMA. Like, this man went to UVA and played lacrosse. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. Googling He's a very right good now. fighter. I'm, I'm about to find this out. It's a very good fighter. Our Archie Colgan never played the cross in his life. Somebody's O got to go. Archie Colgan, uh, Justin Montalvo, John Salter, Aaron Jeffries, an interesting fight. Go Canada for AK. Cats and Ghana, Leah McCourt, which probably should be an interim title fight and probably the main event of this card is the co-main event. And then uh, the main event is Marcelo Golm versus Daniel James. And yeah. I mean, have they ex explained at all why? I don't know if anyone's even asked Bellator publicly why this is the main event. Because um, they're heavyweights? Just because they're I, heavyweights and they're ranked in their Bellator rankings? I mean, Daniel got a little bit of buzz from his finish in his last fight. He went out and finished Tyrell Fortune like pretty brutally. So maybe they just want to give him an opportunity to push him. And Marcel Golm is somewhat of a name he's on a four fight win streak so you get two guys in four fight win streaks someone trying to get over i don't know i don't know maybe they're trying to just get bait or some opponents i don't know but i feel like Zingano they're, they're ranked heavyweights time. it's just that they're yeah. and they they're ranked heavyweights and like all of their fights end in finish basically so yeah i think this fight's not going to the cards is, yeah the idea um, is just to get a finish for a heavyweight and maybe you make somebody new for bader the NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down, and new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Casey, I'm I'm gonna do something here. I'm gonna pull up a question. I'm sorry, I know you won't approve, but I don't know how much we're gonna want to talk about this later. But since we're talking about Zingano and Liam McCourt, Joseph Boza asks: Should the winner of Cat Zingano versus Liam McCourt request nothing less than something involving the title? It's nuts that Chris is saying Cat is scared of her, but here is Cat fighting. Uh, I'll say a lot of that is Cat Zingano's fault. Is that not fair to say? Like she has done very little to say, to, like promote a fight, a potential fight with Cyborg. I mean, she, I don't know she, what to say. She's like, yeah. I talked to her. So uh-huh. basically, since June, I mean, for for a long time, it's been like, all right, well, if I win the next fight, it's Chris. If I win the next fight, it's Chris. And that's kind of what she was told too. At least that's what she told me. And then she was going to be booked in November, then December, and then February, and then now it's March, and all these different things are going on. And would, would there be interim titles? Would there be actual titles? Will Cyborg resign? Will she submit to drug testing? Will she do this? Will she do that? So she's just been kind of up in the air with all of this. But the problem is, like, we don't know what Chris is going to do, and Bellator is just not moving on from it. Like, I'm not saying the thing is, whether she's there or not doesn't matter at this point. Like you have to move on and you have to at least set something up that if she doesn't come back, I know that there's only like eight fighters in this division, if that, but if we're going to call this a belt, we got to do something with it. So this should have been a, a great interim title fight. And if Chris doesn't come back, then cat whoever wins this fights the champion. And we just go on from there. But to keep this division on a complete lock and, you know, Kat's like getting into camp. She told me she was getting into camp after camp after camp, preparing for dates, and then the dates would fall through, and then she had to stop training. And she's like, it's like she's preparing for a new fight every month. So it's been really frustrating for her. And at this point, she's just totally indifferent about it. She's like, I'm not going to push for it anymore. Like, if they offer yeah. it to me, I have my my stand. We do the drug testing. I'll do it too. I want it to be fair. But other than that, it's just like, I don't care anymore. I cannot care whether or not Chris Cyborg comes back at this point. Like, I just have to get in there and fight and take care of myself. 
So yeah, so, so there you go. Like I, I, you're right, I guess it's not really her fault that she's kind of lost the will to call for that fight because so much of it is out of her hands. But I don't know. I just I think I just wish she was, she had been more aggressive in the past about saying like I want Cyborg. I'm gonna you know I'm the one to beat her. Uh, maybe that's just not her style. It's just not her way of doing that. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's no there's just no buzz around that fight anyway. Even if she wins on Saturday, uh, I don't know if she would do a call out like you said because she can't because technically Cyborg isn't even with the company. So. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't know if it's. It's. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, Joseph Boza, if uh, we don't hear much cyborg talk uh, after this weekend. Let's let me put it that way. I did not realize until I just looked how insane it is that these two women haven't fought. Zingano came to the Bellator in 2020. Uh-huh. It's going to be three years. In that time, Cyborg has defended her belt. Four times, twice against Arlene Blinkow. Yeah, like how? How did this? How has this not been made? Well, and that's something I remember. Katzengano. How is Bellator first... not just being like, "We're doing this. <laughs> this is the I'm, thing." I remember. Didn't Kat say something like, uh, I, "I don't." I don't need to fight her yet or something like like after she got her first win or something like she didn't like call for it. that's what I'm saying maybe I'm remembering wrong I just remember Kat being not maybe that was still two years ago there that's, aren't that's, enough people they literally had to run back Arlene Blinkow I know I, How I, do I don't know? know who of Bellator is just like letting this they, happen they brought her in also- as an as a name to fight Chris Cyborg so I have well, no idea yeah I mean that was also her first fight in two years so she's being like kind of realistic like all right be on back yeah and that's get fine. another win but yeah. that, th- th- almost th- three years ago that she got that first win <laughs> the weird thing oh, about no, this no, is no. that is that like nobody has seemed interested in it like even scott coker has been indifferent about it every time he's asked about mm. it well you know you know you know if, if, if this is the fight to make then this is the fight to make like no one seems like all in on this fight like chris hasn't seemed all that interested in it cat hasn't seemed all that interested in it the promotion hasn't seemed all that interested in it but this is the one that makes the most sense. Like it's the biggest women's fight you could probably make in Bellator right now because these are two recognizable names fighting for a belt. Both were fighting in the UFC. Both fought for belts, at least fought for titles in the UFC. I just don't know how this fight hasn't been put together, but I, we just don't know what's going to happen with Chris at this point. She's she literally the number one contender in Bellator's rankings. What are we doing? She has been, it, and she has been for like the entire time she's been also, there. So Bellator's weird. featherweight rankings are incredible. They have six names. Better than at the least UFC. they have a yeah. ranking. They have yeah. rankings. UFC has. It, they don't have. Is any that rankings. better? Is it better to have six it's, instead it's of just better. having Cyborg with a That's belt? Right. I'm not you certain. Know, it's better to have six. <laughs> What's the UFC's forty-five rankings? It's like I mean, it's just honestly, that's blank. that's a bit more of a transparent. Like it's maybe not transparent, so the right word, but I don't know. Listen, or just I, uh... you know, sign four bodies, sign four bodies to fill out a top ten. Uh, here's the uh, UFC women's featherweight rankings. If they did it, if they did it, so I, I as you guys know, I keep my own rankings. Obviously, Amanda Nunes, champion, fine, you do want to, you know, above the rankings. Uh, my number one ranked uh, women's featherweight in the UFC would be Josiane Nunes. <laughs> of course, okay. sounds of right. Course. Unde- she's undefeated. She's three and zero. Oh. I-, I think all those fights are featherweight too. No, there's, there's maybe one bad fight lose? in there. No, you're thinking won. of you're thinking of. Oh Jocelyn no, she Edwards. should have lost, but I won money on that. <laughs> oh, okay. wait, which fight should Josiane? Nunes- which one? Yeah, the Zara fan, the Zara fan fight. She was getting tuned up for most fight. of that fight. That was yeah. at forty five. Oh. 
Yeah, I got a robbery win on that fight. I had no money way. On as, yes, she was getting lit up because she's tiny. She's like five two. Yeah, but then she, Zara Farron like stopped. I, I remember Zara Farron like stopped doing things. I remember fight. watching that fight and being like, I just lost a lot of money betting on Josie Nunez, and then I won it. So I don't know. Either way, not a good look for her to be the number two in the world. Uh, uh, excuse me, number one ranked in the UFC, sir. Uh, Norma yeah, Dumont would be number two. <laughs> Jocelyn Edwards would be number three. Chelsea Chandler would be number four. Eileen Perez, number five. Right now where I'm just three people randomly ranked because they don't have a win in the UFC. Uh, Eileen Perez would be five. Zara Farron would be six. And Danielle Wolf, the immortal Danielle oh my Wolf, God. it would be a number seven. So, like between, get... so between so uh, between, between Bellator and UFC, we have 13, technically like 13 featherweights uh, that are eligible to be ranked, I guess. I felt like half those names were made up, and we didn't even know the difference. Uh, okay, <laughs> you could you could have absolutely made yeah, somebody brutal. up in there, and yeah. I would not be able to call you out on it. Uh, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, she's doing good. If it make if it makes you feel better, Jed, I'm looking at animated decisions. 19 of 20 media members scored that fight for Nunes. Oh good, yeah, I uh, yeah. I don't remember that. Like, I don't I remember that money. being wrong. I remember she was doing bad at first, and then Zara Farron just became Zara Farron. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's Zara Farron. She's never. She's never I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry, AK. Wow, you mean sixth-ranked wow. featherweight Zara That's, Farron. You, you, what do you rank at featherweight, AK? Yeah. Uh, I am well above that apparently, weight. Class. Apparently nine. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> AK, you just put yourself in the rankings. Go for it. I'll allow it. All right. But, yes. The winner of this should fight Sinead Kavanaugh for an interim title. That's it. That's the answer. That's Undisputed title. Just take the belt off of Cyborg. Let's move on, please. I don't think that that's how this works, AK. I think I when Cyborg leaves this, this, I think when Cyborg leaves this weight class, also makes makes its way out of out of Bellator as well. Well, Sarah McMahon is in Bellator now, and she's going to fight at forty five. So there's another that's, name you chuck in. The oh, list. it's heating up. See, <sighs> see. Oh. Get excited! I Get want excited. Sarah McMahon to be holding a a, the, a a major promotions title in 2023. I mean, it'd be it a, a, there's something going there, I guess. Make bantamweight. That's at least almost a real division, and could use help. Could use help. Yeah, that would not be a bad idea. Or strawweight division would be a good idea for Bellator. Yes. We, uh, gotta lean, we, lean we, into we, Adam Wade, baby. Are we doing questions now? Because they can't. Uh, yeah, let's just, let's just go questions. Right, We're off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. I see so many good questions. Okay. Yeah. You see a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one just popped up, Casey. Why does Bellator do post slips? Oh, we're gonna do that one. All right, let's do that one then. Why does Bellator yeah. do post slips? Does anyone on earth enjoy or ask for those? Whoa. What's, what's weird is they they hadn't done them for a long time. They were usually they usually just flew through. The prelims like one after the other like they would go to the desk for 30 seconds and by the time they would go back like the next fight would be on yeah i just feel like the pacing isn't what it was like a year ago so yeah it was just whatever's left over just gets put to the post limbs but there's a lot of like lag time between sometimes between the last prelim and the main card sometimes like 45 minutes and then they just go right to the, they take a break and then they go to the main card so that's why, because it's just left over, and they got to do them. Uh, does anyone do enjoy or ask for them? This did guy. They do it for their last one. I I know they did it for the CBS card, and I talked to them, and basically the CBS card, like the answer to that was, uh, we really like 
you know, television has specific time slots specifically on cable news or not cable news, but you know what I mean? Uh, and so they like didn't want to play with it at all. So that, that makes okay. sense. I don't know how the rest of their Showtime shit works. Yeah. Yeah. The last um, couple have it. Almost all the post limbs are... I mean, quote, I mean, they're technically Bellator fighters, but they're really one-fight contracts with local fighters. Almost all yeah. Muslims are. Yeah. And usually. even if those guys win impressively, it's just so. It's basically it's a it's a glorified you know regional card for those fighters. So that's my issue why. is and, there's and just those, always and, several of them. Where it's like I understand that them. you have a because, couple of flex fights for for timing purposes, but when you end up with like four post slims, I you didn't. You did not manage your time well in the broadcast if you have four post limbs. That just wasn't those, optimized. Because those are never really intended to be on the broadcast, honestly. They don't yeah, really have so anything. Those they're, they're shouldn't really, they're, exist. They're really, they're really just uh, – those fights are – especially like the one-off um, local guys, they're just to sell uh, – put butts in seats. They're not really for viewers online or on Showtime. It's just it's – it's, it's a different business model. I mean, that, uh, yeah, I, I just thing. think those shouldn't exist because they should just happen before the fight card. Uh, no, I don't, I don't see the no. benefit to having them after the, the, the big, the big stuff. Ak, no. ak, yeah. defend the post limbs. Post limbs rule. Uh, I don't know where. What, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I friggin' love post limbs. Uh, <laughs> there's not enough love. We, we love. It's like having multiple main events. It's like, oh, you got a main event. It's like, oh, that was great. And it's like, oh no. But there's more, and it's great. And it's like the CBS one was weird because uh, Casey's right. Usually, usually it is uh, guys who are sort of just on one fight deals, um, regional guys. And listen, their families are there. Their families stuck around, and they're, those are usually you know the people who are left in the crowd. I, I've been to a, a live Bellator show, and there was I think a couple of post limbs. One of them I think had, I want to say Elias Theodoro was a post limb. Don't quote me on that. He was on the card. I don't remember if he was a post limb, but I stayed for the post limbs. And yeah, it's it's still like a decent crowd because there's people uh, sticking around. So that's one reason you you know people bought tickets. Um, the the CBS one was weird. You had Neiman Gracie. They just didn't do their timing right, I think. So you had Neiman Gracie having to go on after the main that event. That wasn't messed up, I think. Yeah, that, that yeah. was a straight uh, mess up. Yeah, yeah. Same same with J Jalen Bates and yeah. uh, and uh, Jordan Lugo. The CBS the CBS been. one I know for a fact was just that they. Yeah. They they had a gap that they could have put it in, but they were concerned that if something went wrong in that, then you're overrunning, and they have a yep. very specific set on time that they had for CBS, and so they opted not to. Like I, I know yeah. for a fact that that's what that was. Yeah, Again, but they ended up having like a groin shot or an actual injury. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if there's something that goes long, and then all of the fights, the three fight broadcast goes long, then they miss their time spot, and that's like you just simply cannot do that. So they just said, all right, we'll have a 45-minute gap right now because we don't have yeah. the time to play with. Plus yeah, the Fedor four, celebration at the end. You wanted to make sure you had enough time for that. Four post limbs. I was in heaven. I was in heaven. I was like, that was so cool. So uh, I, I, I appreciate the question, and uh, I, but I will say a lot of people are asking for post limbs, uh, mainly this guy. And I'm, I get a lot of good responses on Twitter when I, when I tweet about post limbs. We're out there. All right. There are dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> dozens. Dozens. I will say there is a very awkward feeling as a media member and a fan when I go to a Bellator event and I'm in the post-press conference and there's actually fights going on oh, in yeah. the cage. And that just feels weird. That's all. Like when uh, – it's just odd. Like, yeah, when uh, when we were in the post-press conference. It's post just odd to do Fedor. it and see people filing out while two dudes are fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's just – 
And yeah, and so Scott's talking about the night while Neiman Gracie's literally in a fight, just like thirty feet away on the other side of that wall. Uh, it's weird, but yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> All right, what else we got? Let's try to keep it to the weekend. By the way, if you guys didn't see, uh, as we talked about on Heck of a Morning for the last couple of weeks, uh, UFC going to Charlotte May thirteenth. It is a done deal. Mike, are we going? How far of a drive is that for you? Uh, I don't think it's too bad. Three and a half, four hours, I think. It's like something like that for me. All right. uh, Beautiful Should weather. Brennan Lock- in Charlotte too. I'm excited. Uh, should Brennan Lockney continue his momentum in PFL and beat Marlon Marias? Uh, he is eight and one in the PFL. Is this a I mean, prediction yeah. question? Yeah, no. Brennan's going to win this fight. He's going to beat weird, the hell out of him. Weird phrasing. <laughs> Massive I, I, favorite. Yeah. I, I answered it earlier, and I was like, no, he should uh, He should stop his momentum and lose. If I was him, I think that would be more. <laughs> like, should, should he? I, 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 well, I guess <laughs> I'm so over this momentum yeah, thing. He, too much momentum. Too like, a favor. Like, I never thought my career would go this far. My, I got a million dollars. Where did this come from? No, I mean, uh, uh, we, I guess it, it, is a, it is a fair way to ask the question, I guess. I'm just being uh, just being nitpicky and weird. Uh, Dude, no I don't see why not, right? Seven in a row. It's not great. It's not great. Okay. Am I weird to saying I think this is a bad fight for PFL because there's no upside for because Martin Marais, he's still Martin Marais. He's still dangerous. And what if he wins? I mean, that just kind of ruins a lot. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just don't think, I think it's just a very risky fight. I mean, cool that they do, they're doing it, but. I just, I just see no upside for the promotion, and and um, Brandon. I get fight. what you're saying. I just don't think he's gonna win. And Marlon Marais still looks great getting off the bus, just body beautiful, baby. And he's gonna get slabbed up. So Brandon will get to keep on rolling, and you know, have a win over a former UFC title challenger. Yeah. Plus, it's it's regular season. It's regular season. You know, Brendan could lose. It's shocking. Well, Make some headlines. Gets people. PFL breaks out the whole. Oh, anything can happen in the PFL. And uh, plus, Brandon's none of this matters anyway. Brendan's eventually going to lose to Movlid. So you don't know this. He, I sure do. He already did. He already did. But I mean, that was then. This is I'm, now. I'm sure. I'm real confident that Movlid, 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 right on over him. That's where we'll be. Listen, there was someone who fought recently who, uh, I mean, te- who technically beat Movlid, even though it was changed to a no contest. Do you know who I'm talking well, about, Jim Rashir? Pineda? One Mr. Jam Pineda beat him. 29, 29 second TKO. Beat Why him. Was it a no beat contest? Because uh, Dan Pineda was, was gassed to the gills. <laughs> oh. Huh. Oh, he and all. Well, people, people, people tell me that steroids make you better at fighting. I've never believed that, but if we were to believe that, then Mr. Movlid still undefeated. Still undefeated. Yes, I mean, listen, uh, both of Daniel Pineda's. Unfor- he had two first round finishes in PFL and was about to fight for uh, probably maybe fight for a million dollars that season. And, uh, you don't, wait, you don't believe steroids make you better as a fighter? I mean, to oh, some think- extent. Oh, but. <laughs> That's a whole different conversation. Yeah, it's another it's not conversation. that I think less that they don't make you better. It's that I just simply do not care about steroids oh. in sport. Totally fine with them. Uh, by the way, Casey, Lochnane, 95% on topology. 95% in 
82 percent predicting KO. He's again. a minus 720 betting favorite on that's draft. very high. That's very oh, high for, P- for a PFL fighter. A that's healthy betting favorite. He's getting that's knocked really out. He is losing. He is the biggest wow. betting favorite for PFL. Let's see if he's the biggest betting favorite. Oh, not on Bellator, which makes sense because Bellator is freaking Bellator. They always have some four-digit favorites going on. But he's one of the biggest favorites. There are only two people on Bellator, three people that are bigger favorites. So one of the biggest favorites this weekend. Realistically, uh, for Pro Fights Info, how do we think the Anthony Pettis versus Roy Jones Jr. fight plays out? To, uh, on Saturday, Jed, how, how does this play out? I assume Roy Jones Jr. is just much better at boxing than Anthony Pettis. And so he just beats him with boxing because Anthony Pettis isn't even like a particularly good boxer. He's a good kickboxer. He doesn't get to kick Roy Jones Jr. I, th- I think he's going to be much smaller than Roy Jones Jr., though I don't know that for certain. And so it's like, I don't Honestly, it would make a little bit more sense for Vitor to fight Roy Jones Jr., even though I know AK doesn't have any interest in watching Vitor fight boxers, which is fair. I'm not super into that either, but that's yeah. I just imagine Roy Jones Jr., maybe he'll get to do some fun, flashy stuff. I don't, I have no idea what to anticipate for Anthony Pettis, the boxer, because it's never really been a strength of his game anyway. So I guess we'll see. Others will, I won't. I will not be watching this. What other Are there sport? betting lines for this card? Um, I don't see any on DraftKings, but well, I guess actually, let me take a look. We'll see. Can continue yeah, while I, I look around DraftKings, but my I was glancing. Oh, Roy Jones Jr. is a minus three thirty betting favorite over Anthony Pettis. Well, only? I'm going to bet the shit out of that. I was yeah. going to say only that Jose Aldo minus two sixty, Jeremy Stevens at plus two hundred, Vitor's a minus five hundred against. Uh, Jacare, dude, I'm about to parlay the favorites on Gamebread and make a killing. There's <laughs> yeah, just no know. way Vitor or Roy Jones loses. Jacare isn't only- a boxer. Aldo's only minus two sixty. got hands. I don't know. I don't know. I know he's not. Jacare can hit hard, but so so can Vitor, and he's much faster. Jed, give me that Aldo line again. Minus two sixty. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand what's going on here. What is you can Jeremy parlay Stevens up gonna... these three people for plus 116 <laughs> odds. And I say that as I'm literally putting this in right now. <laughs> that I, is, say, I listen, have no idea. I always say never gamble on MMA. Uh, I have never this said anything about MMA. not gambling on, on Exactly. I have never said anything about not gambling on MMA fighters doing boxing. I've never said it. Just for the Just for the that's I'm not a, gonna put like a, a ton of money on this because anything could happen in this. I don't know. Yes, but it's these all of these odds seem very off to me. Roy Jones should be minus five hundred, and Jose Aldo should yeah. be in that range as well. We saw him fight him in MMA. What is going to be like? He's going to do better in boxing for some like what? Jose Aldo can't uh, kick, although he still doesn't really kick in yeah. MMA. I, I don't think he did much in that first fight either. The first fight with Steve. No, he or, just rib roasted him. It was sick. Yeah. Man, I don't know. This <laughs> card is uh, this I, card is a lot of people going to get hurt. Like, these, I'm I am interested in Aldo Stevens fight. I don't know. I I I like I like the same guys fighting in different combat sports. I want to see him do Jose yeah. next. I mean, I, I think it's fun. Now paying fifty bucks also, for it. Making I also think Jose would <laughs> run him in jits. Which I don't. Which I want to see. 
I want to see. I know, I know, I know it's hard to sell that and stuff, but like, these are things I want to see. So, yeah, I mean, it's. I can't believe this. Casey, Mike, thank you for getting me to look into this. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Casey, keep the martial arts apart. That's what I say. You are, you are preaching the choir. I'd love it if these fights were done in like three phases, not even on the same night. Like they agree to like, yeah, an MMA fight. Then they agree to a boxing fight three months later. Then they agree to a grappling match. I would that to me would be cool. Uh, we don't, I guess we don't have that, but there's only so much time in the day. So that wouldn't happen. And the money obviously is not there to do something like that, but yes, keep the martial arts apart. Uh, you know, again, that's that's what we uh, and hey, we're gonna get. Uh, you mentioned wanting to see I guys mean, fight in different sports. We're seeing that next week. Next week, at UFC, freaking right? freaking one has already done that with with the yeah. uh, Demetrius Johnson and um uh, who did he fight? Rotang. Rotang, mm-hmm. yeah. First round Muay Thai, then change it up and have a totally different combat sport in the second round. Um, I know you can just kind of did they that was overseas, right? I don't, that's not even like legal over here to do. I don't know if it's not legal or. I don't know. I don't know if it's not legal. I mean, you could get around that with sanctioning because it can't be that difficult to make that work. You're not doing it's not like a knife fight or something. It's two sanctioned sports. They're just intermixing them. So I feel like you could work around that. Before Dustin Jacoby was on the contender series for getting back into the UFC, he won a like Sparta Combat League tournament. It was like one round was MMA, one round was kickboxing, and one round was boxing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so cool. Yeah. You know yeah, who does be- something like this that's really cool? Fight Circus. They have a thing called the Wheel of Violence. And it's got all this. And you just spin it and you see what you're going to do. And it's actually the best way to move forward with this interdisciplinary form of fighting. Because I, the DJ Rock Tang thing, I was like, whatever. DJ is not going to get knocked out in the first round. And this fight is going to last all of 30 seconds once we go to MMA. Which is exactly what played out. I don't. That's less interesting, but if it's just a total random chance of maybe DJ stuck kickboxing him for three rounds, or it's okay, well, today is actually instead today it's an MMA fight. I would be way more into doing that sort of thing with the wheel of violence. So the wheel of violence answers everything, pretty much solves all. Yeah, it's it really solves most problems. Can you imagine how much more interested you would be in this Bellator card if every fight was subject to the wheel of violence? Because I got to tell you, I'd be way more interested in it. Just throws a little chaos into it. Who knows? Well, it looks like this time Fight Circus is doing musical chairs of death. Did you see (laughs) that? Oh, AK, I have the whole oh. the whole listing here. Do you here. not watch sure Between the Links, young man? I've, I must have missed that segment. <laughs> Tell them about musical chairs because this is uh, this, it's great. this is they've changing got six, the game forever. They've got six dudes going to play musical chairs. The losers fight each other. They're going to keep doing it, and the two winners of musical chairs, they get to fight in an MMA symmetrical fight, AK. They're fighting Walter John Veal. <laughs> the two winners of mu- musical chairs get to team up. And go two on one against some other dude. It's unbelievable. It's literally unbelievable. I don't believe it. This is the best idea. I don't believe this is happening. <laughs> Dealer's choice musical chairs. The who, uh, however they're doing it, like the guy who wins musical chairs, then gets to pick his opponent, like out of the whole group. It's like I want to fight this guy, and then his opponent gets to choose what discipline they're fighting in. This is the best. I don't. The fight circus is the best guy. I'm going to change my answer for like the because this is this yeah might be the best. This might be the best fight circus lineup on paper. I on this, paper, I it actually on paper. is. That's why I, I was super disappointed in you, AK. 
Uh, they're doing a ladies message symmetrical fight finally. Sure. Uh, an actual legitimate Muay Thai kickboxer, Sari Manfredi versus uh, Indica and Sativa, who are either <laughs> are either. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Call them by uh, their appropriate sorry, run, team name. Run THC. Run THC. Thank and you. And they're either they're either <laughs> ring. I, I don't remember. Are they ring girls or are they? Did they compete in in Indian? They might have uh, been like, Indian leg wrestling. Leg wrestling. That sound, it both, sounds like they might have been Indian leg wrestling, but I don't right. entirely remember. Uh, you missed honestly the best part of this whole. The I think I'm the most interested okay. in. <laughs> Blindfold Muay Thai is gonna be maybe the most horrific, <sighs> but also the funniest thing I've ever Dude, seen. Dude, I think it's gonna be bad. This is like the bat fighting. When it's they gonna did, be if awesome. Didn't the, if people didn't see the bat fighting. It's like they did, you know, when you and your friends, you put your head against the bat on the ground and you spin around and you make yourself Oh, yeah, dizzy, the d- dizzy, like, yeah. Kickbox. Yeah. It wasn't fighting tougher dizzy to Dizzy fighting no, wasn't good, by the way. It wasn't. It's, a, good, it's a really good concept that's tough to pull uh-huh. off. Blind Muay Thai, I think, oh, see, I think it's going to go differently. It's either going to be incredible or horrific because, you know, the old adage that the punches you can't see hurt you. You can't see any of them. <laughs> And it might get really bad, but it will be hilarious right up until it turns sad, which is the fight circus way, realistically. Oh, man. Plus, oh. let us we can't pretend like the main event isn't a something I never knew I wanted, but God, I want to watch Bob Sapp and Rampage Jackson Siamese box literally anyone. Literally any personal life. If that oh actually goes as scheduled, like that's going to be super fun. It appears that it is going as scheduled based on all of the conversations I've had. Seems like things are in line. So $10 on Fight TV, guys. Go for it. It's the best money. For, it's the best value for money this weekend. <laughs> okay. Go for it. <laughs> it's literally the best money for value you get this weekend and arguably any weekend. Is it going to uh, be great? There are going to be some tough hangs. Not going to lie to you guys. The commentary, it will have moments that make you question what you're doing with your Saturday night. But overall, it's a great experience. Okay, final one. Uh <clears throat> With so many unconventional events, what are three fights each of you are looking forward to the most this weekend? And I think Jed just ran off about 11, so... Blindfold Muay Thai is number one. Okay. Siamese, Siamese boxing with, with Bob Sapp and Rampage is number two. And then I would go... Uh, I mean, if you want me to not pick three fight circuses, then I would obviously say the, the Wilkinson Santos. But if I get to pick three fight circuses, I just want to see what this musical chairs is all about. I gotta be honest. Super yeah, good. yeah. Musical chairs number one for me. Again, I I really don't think the blindfold Muay Thai is gonna be good. I'm so, I, I'm I'm supposed to be positive. I really don't think it's gonna be good. Why? So how can it? It be might bad? not be. But don't you I at least want to see? Dizzy fighting. It's so bad. Yeah, of course. I want to see a lot of these things. Uh, so I think they didn't commit hard enough to do. The Siamese boxing main event number two, and then I am real. I think, uh, uh, Jed, we always say that the, the the two has such a huge advantage over the one. Um, but if if Run THC is who I think it is, if I recall correctly, who they are, I think like this could end very badly for them against uh, Suri Manfredi. But you know what? Again, okay, we did very mention rarely... the human pinata. I forgot all about the human pinata. The one on six, apparently. 
I'm not sure how like they're going to do it. They're definitely not going to throw all six of them in there. There's no. going to be some stips in, involved, but Panda Banks is a legend of fights, Turkis. Yes. Just and I think they're going to the have game. Like, things to whack. So... Oh, wait. Petzil and the gang, they're a group of little people, right? Oh, my God. Please tell me that's not that true. Not... I'm gonna have... are, are they not no. a group of little people, Petzil and the gang? Oh, I hope that's not true. I'm I almost sure they are. This isn't um, true. And I would think that right, this let's is, they, they let's start over. They, they <laughs> start, start the question again. Uh, yeah, if, I think, I assume, I'm just guessing, but I know nothing not about this. Not looking into this. That they have to just like break the sack open, not necessarily beat him up. I, I would imagine it's, if they break the sack, they win. Like if they break open the pinata, as it were. That's okay, my I'm guess. kind of into that. I'm, I'm into what's happening yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. We'll find out. Sure on the gang it's going to be an adventure. Yeah. Like this an whole, adventurous yeah, version of flag football almost. Yeah. Capture the flag. Oh, okay. there's a lot of things coming. But, uh, yeah. Non-fight circus. Uh, hey, guys, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. Come on. WrestleMania night two Sunday. Uh, I don't know how much I want to talk about that. I saw one question. Of, someone was asking us for our wrestling picks. And uh, I'm not a huge WWE guy, but uh, it's a pretty nice looking WrestleMania weekend card, I got to say. And, and uh some of the some of the storylines I've found really entertaining. I I'm I the Rey Mysterio versus his son Dominic is like that. I eat that shit up. I think that shit is so funny, and uh, I love what they've done with Dominic. He's like this gangster wannabe gangster. Like it's it is so funny, and uh, I think him Mysterio him and his dad are actually gonna have a really fun like silly somewhat silly match. But like so I'm look, I don't know. I, I look forward to. A lot. I'm just looking at the card right now. The, the WrestleMania card both nights. I'm like man, these are some good some good stuff Usos, Sami Zayn, kevin owens like i'm into yeah, it that's gonna be good I'm into it. Dude, yeah I, I probably won't watch it live i'm going, I'm I'm going to the ring of honor card tomorrow that's gonna be oh. freaking awesome oh yeah is that athena and uh emmy sakura on that card uh yes yes, yes. that's me sick and emmy the two, uh, and, uh wheeler uh yuda versus uh shibata is like oh boy oh casey someone was also asking about you meeting kota abushi oh yeah i got um, so yeah, I was out, out training Tuesday with the team, working on leg locks, and um, and to the gym comes Josh Barnett and Kota Ibushi, and apparently Josh Barnett had just um, picked up Mr. Ibushi, who came um, just flew in, and um, they were in the little private room. They were working on some wrestling, and um, then um, so, so basically every single person I rolled with right before we you know, you know did the slap bump. I pointed over and like, dude, do you know who that is? That's freaking Kota Ibushi. That's the best pro wrestler in the world. <laughs> like every single person, I was like, whoa. And so I totally fanboyed out. And um, yeah, then I actually asked for a photo with him, and um, he was very nice. And um, he was he was just like shocked. Anyone knew who he was? I was like, dude, you, you know who you are. So, <laughs> are you aware who you are? Are you aware who you are, <laughs> sir? You said that. You said that didn't. That's how you know you fanboyed when you asked something to someone like, "Are you aware who you are?" That's how you know <laughs> yeah. you're like, "I." You Do went you full know? fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, that oh, was. I yeah, you both did fist boy, pose. Though. You both did fist pose. You were doing, yeah. He did it first. Well I didn't know. What, I, I wasn't sure uh, what to do, but then he did it first. I was what like, do you so mean I, you I, weren't I, sure what to do? <laughs> I've known you long enough. You know exactly what you're doing. I don't know. I, was, I thought we were doing a wrestling pose. You know, there's a lot of there's different poses. This is, I don't know. But he, he went so, fist. I was like, we're, 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 he knew he was in a, in a fight gym, so he knew it was up. Yeah. That gentleman so, uh, is the best wrestler in the world. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, then, then, then. 
then I kept, then I went through my phone. And I showed him like, look, I was at this match. And it's like, there's Kenny. It's like, then I told him, I was like, and he didn't understand me. I was like, Golden Lovers. He was like, ah, oh, Kenny. So it was good. <laughs> nice. Very cool. All right. I think, uh, I think we're done. We're done. I don't know how much information we gave you about the MMA cards, but uh, there's going to be fights this weekend, there's, and we're going to cover PFL, them. There's PFL, there's a Bellator, there's a Rizin, there's, there's Game Boy Boxing, and there's card, Fight yeah. Circus. Anthony and Joshua's MMA boxing? Wrestling. We didn't mention Anthony, Anthony Joshua. Joshua's boxing, Jermaine Franklin, Saturday? It's going to happen. I'm probably more likely to watch that than Bellator. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot about it. Mainly because well, the time so that is, is great a... for the Joshua fights. It's like 2 p.m. It's ideal. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Afternoon. So we'll uh, we'll have you covered at MMAfighting.com on most of, if not all of these events. So stay tuned. Stick with us. And we'll let you know what's going to happen if you decide to head out and about and enjoy the weekend in other ways. We'll get you covered. So it's for a great Casey, website. For Jed, it's a great website. For AK, I am Mike Heck. Thank you for watching. And enjoy the weekend without the ultimate fighting championship. Good night, everybody. Love y'all. <laughs> Not my birthday. Not my birthday. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A.